Bertov today's daf is that M Tess and Gitness we went for poor Shlema for Los Ben Ruma. And so we're down to a Rabakiva Omer about 10 lines down on the page, the second uh, last word on the line, Rabakiva Omer. What are we talking about here? The Mishnah had said that there are many takanas that were said because of tikkuna olam, for the betterment of society. And the Mishnah said uh, that there are three things that we're concentrating on. One is damages, loans, a creditor, and the ksub of a wife. And they have to be collected. The Mishnah said that the nizakan is collected from the best property that the, uh, we'll see whether it's, whether the nizak has, let's say. In other words, if the mazik's property is, <laughs> his worst property is as good as the nizak's <coughs> best property, he only has to pay the Nizik's best property, not the Masik, not the damager's best property. That's what the Mishnah said, or according to Rabbi Shmuel. And Bachov, a creditor only takes from middle property, in other words, from his average property, and the Ksubafisha collects even from the worst property that he has. Again, we, we came, yes, yeah, so we're not talking about the value. The value of the damage or the loan or the, uh, or the acceleration could be $1,000. But do you do that, when you pay $1,000, do you pay from the best property, the average property, the worst property? So the Mishnah, the Gemara said yesterday, just a quick review, said, what do you mean they take an olam? It's a daraisa, paskets, metaf sadeh, metaf parmesham, you got to pay the very best. So the Gemara said, well, we're going quite to Bishmol. Bishmol says, metaraisa, you pay the nizik's best. In other words, if we're talking about a case where the mazik, the damager, had a lot of property, very wealthy guy, his worst property was as good as the best property of the nizik, you only have to pay the nizik's property, minat Torah, that's metaf sadeh, metaf parmesham, the nizik's property, Based on Rabbi Shmuel's Russia, learns out Sada Sada from the Steacher, the Nizik's property. But the Tikkun Olam is the rabbi said, you know what? To, to prevent people from damaging other people's property, we're going to make the, the damager pay his best property. Take the $1,000 not out of the Nizik's best property, which is the equivalent of the Mazik's worst property, but we're going to make them make the damager pay your very best. The very best property you have, that's what you have to pay. That's the Tikkun Olam. Then a Raisa, you have to pay the best, but the best of the Nizik. But if the Mazik's worst is as good as the Nizik's best, the Mazik still has to pay his best. Again, $1,000 worth of value. It's still $1,000, but is it the best property or the worst? That's what, that was one way to learn the Mishnah. We're going for Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel, who says that you pay according to the Nizik's best, which is the Mazik's worst in this case, if, if that's how it works out. So the Tikkun is that no, the Mazik has to pay his best. Rabbi Kiva said, we had a Machlitz Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva said, no, Rabbi Kiva said, lo bo ha-kosuv, right? What's it? Lo bo ha-kosuv, elo ligbos ne-zakim edis The Pasuk has come to tell you collect the zakim from from Edis, but it doesn't say which one. We're assuming now that according to Rabbi Kiva means the best of the Mazik, the Kavachomer lehegdish, the Kavachomer, certainly if you pay for Nizik, the best you pay for Hegdish also. What do we mean by that? That's what we're going to examine now. But we're all going, we're still going with the gang, the, the way to learn the Mishnah, that Minatora, yes, you have to pay the Nizik's best. The Tikkun Olam is that the Mazik has to pay his best if the Mazik is. Now, if the Mazik's best is worse than the Nizik's or the Mazik doesn't have, I mean, that's what you do. He has to pay whatever he has. He can't pay what he doesn't have, right? And as we said yesterday, you always pay cash first. Cash is always the best, the best thing because cash buys anything. Yeah, and what's the definition of money? Money is the most liquid asset in a given place and time, right? Sometimes money in the concentration camps or in the army, cigarettes were, was money, right? There are times when other things are money, right? What's, what's money? Money is what's liquid. 
Okay, anyway, so you first have to pay the money. If he doesn't have money, he goes after his assets. If he has assets that he has in his hand that are not uh, encumbered to somebody else that he didn't sell or give to somebody else, then you take those first no matter what they are, best, average, worse, whatever. But if you have to go after encumbered property, then the question is, which do you take? So by Nizakin, you take the best. But what is the best? According to the way we look at Bishmol, says the best of the Nizik. According to, according to Bikivi, you take the best of the Mazik, even though the Mazik has much better property than the Nizik. The Mazik's worst property is as good as the Nizik's best. That's the case we're talking about uh, in our Mishnah. Now, Rabbi Shmuel, though, agreed, though, that if the Mazik's, Mazik has good and bad, and his worst is not as good as the Nizik's best, then he still has to pay his best. He's got to pay better. Because if you go, he can only get away, he can only get, in, get away uh, paying uh, his worst if that's as good as the Nizik's best. But if it's not as good, he's got to pay his better ones. Now we're going to examine Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva said, and We first understood Rabbi Kiva to say, what do you mean, Rabbi Shmuel? You mean you pay more than you damage? No, it's a, the Pasuk's only coming to tell you that you pay the Nizik from the best. You don't pay more than you damage. But of course, it doesn't really mean that because you can't pay more than you damage. The damage, the damage was assessed at $1,000. You just got to pay $1,000. Nobody says if you damage $1,000, you got to pay $2,000. We're talking about which property you take for that $1,000. Okay. But, but what did Rabbi Kiva say? The Pasuk's only coming to collect the, tell you you collect from the Zakat Meta Itis. And we're explaining that to mean the best of the Masik, even though that's much better than the Nizik. Nizik has, has no property equal uh, equal in in um, in superiority. I don't mean in value, because value means money, but equal in superiority to the Masik. He says the Masik still has to pay his best property. Which, according to Rabbi Kiva, then, what's the Tikkun Olam, right? We asked the mission, but we started the Gemara by saying, what do you mean taking on? It's a Darais, you got to pay your best. No, Midarais, you only pay the best of the Nizik. Midarabonan, Rabbis, they can all to keep the Mazik from damaging and from preventing him from doing damage to say, you have to pay your very best, even though the Nizik doesn't have that kind of property. You got to pay your best. That's how Rabbi Shmogel and Rabbi Kiva learns, that's the Arisa. Midarais, you have to pay the very best. So apparently our mission is not going according to Rabbi Kiva, but what we'll explain later on how we could go according to Rabbi Kiva. But at this point, we're saying, the mission is not like Rabbi Kiva. What does Rabbi Kiva say, though? This is where we left off yesterday. Rabbi Kiva, what are we talking about? If, you know, damaging means uh, person number one, damage number two. Okay, he has to pay the best, the best. According to Rabbi Kiva, he pays the best of the Mazik. And you say, what do you mean? If we're talking about my ox damaged, uh, Hegdish's ox. Hegdish had an ox there. Better Kabais. They have property. They have. They have. Uh, they have to work it. They have animals. My name is The whole pasuk about defining the obligation that if my shore damaged your shore, if it's the first couple of times, you only pay chatzinesek, right? Until he damaged three times, then he's a mui. All that is only like shoreyehu. My neighbor, my fellow Jew. Not Hegdish. Apparently, you don't have to pay Hegdish. If you damage, maybe you don't have to pay. Maybe it's not talking about a case of, of, um, of damages at all. Maybe it's speaking about what a person made a donation. I made a donation. I'll, I pledge $1,000 to Betica Bias. And of course, I didn't pay. That's usually what happens, right? They pledge, they don't pay. 
okay, so the treasurer of Hegdish can come and maybe take his best. Maybe that's what he means. If the if for damages you pay the best, so you know what, if you owe money to Hegdish, you also have to pay the best. Maybe that means that if you pay for a commoner for damages, you pay his best. If, a, if you made an obligation, if you made a donation to Hegdish, maybe you also have to pay your best. It says, look, why should you pay the best? If he owes money, somebody, I owe money to you. I have the, the, the best you could do. I have a, you're my creditor. Okay, the mission said you take Bainan as the average property. So why should, if I owe money to Hegdish, why should they take my very best? Because it's Hegdish, it's just an obligation to pay. Uh, I, it's like I, I, I pledged, I didn't even borrow money from Hegdish. I pledged, why should I have to pay more than Bainan? Maybe Rabbi Kiva holds. No, not only the Mishnah is going according to Bishmol. Bishmol, the Mishnah said that Bachol pays Bainanus. Maybe uh, Rabbi Kiva holds that Bachol also pays Edis Kenazakim. Why would it? Do, why would it have to do that? Even Mefra, what do you mean? Bachol, Bachol is if you can yafel Kochmanazakim because by a Bachol of a commoner, by Nazakim he gets Edis. Tom Behegdis, she can't harbor the second. Doesn't get anything. If you're damaged, best if you damage Hegdish, you don't pay. So why should you say that by bainerness, by uh, when you owe money to a commoner, you pay bainerness, and when you owe money to Hegdish, you should pay. Or, or even if you owe money to uh, to a Balchov, and you have to pay Edis, if Rabbi Kiva would hold that, why should you have to pay Hegdish uh, also Edis? It's not different by by a Balchov, by commoner. You see, by Nizakani pays Edis, and Tomba Hegdish, she doesn't pay anything, but. So, so what's going on over here? What's Kabbalah What do you mean Kabbalah It doesn't seem to make sense. You do damage to Hegdish, you shouldn't have to pay. And maybe you're talking about owing money to Hegdish. Why should you have to cut from Edis? It's it is speaking about where my ox damaged Hegdish. That's what, what do you mean by Kabbalah Homer? Rabbi Kiva, several of Shemanasi, I was like Shemanasi, the time Shemanasi, Omer, Shoshal Hegdish, Shoshal Hegdish. When the Pasik says that, um, that kigach ish shor ish shor shor reyehu, right? Kigach shor ish shor reyehu. If my ox damaged your ox, you're my neighbor, my friend, my colleague. That's when those things apply. But if a shor of hegdish damaged my shor, hegdish doesn't have to pay. That's what means reyehu. Reyehu doesn't mean if I damaged hegdishes, I don't have to pay. It means if hegdishes shor damaged my shor, hegdish doesn't have to pay. That's what Shimonasi holds. Shor shal hegdish shor shal potter. If I damage your shore, if it's my shore, it's the first couple of times, then it's only a shore that they have. If he damaged three over three times, once he damaged three times, he becomes a muay. So on the fourth time, he's got to pay a nezek shalem. That's by my damage. But if my shore damaged Hegdish's shore, Hegdish is more chashiv. It's like I'm damaging Hashem's property. I got to pay full no matter what. But if Hegdish damaged mine, don't pay all. That's what Shemunasia holds. And therefore, that's what means Kalvachomer la Hegdish. He means that, yeah, the Zokin get the Edis, Kalvachomer Hegdish pays Edis because Hegdish gets paid no matter what, gets paid. Tom Moy pays the full amount. Ihochi, if that's the case, might be Edis, the Nizik, and Ziburus, the Masakwigi. If this is the case, and you're saying this is the Machlokus over here, that what Rabbi Kiva holds, sure, what does he hold? If my shore damages Hegdish, I certainly have to pay this. So who says the machlokus is in the case we described before, where the best of the nizik is equal to the worst of the mazik, and that's what we're talking about, our Mishnah. And Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel says, Menatari only have to pay the of the nizik, which is the zikurs of the mazik. Men Rabbanan, take him on, we pay the best of the mazik. 
And Rabbi disagrees and he pays no. Midaraisi, you pay the best of the mazik. That and as what's the machlokus? The machlokus in in the Torah. Do you pay the best of the mazik, the best of the nizik? Maybe also do you pay only the best of the nizik? The machlokus is the machlokus is by says that if you damage hegdish, you pay a full amount no matter what tam or muet. And the rabbanon say no, if you damage hegdish, you don't pay at all. Maybe that's the machlokus here. So if you keep a subject of Shimon Asher, Shimon's like Asher that, but Hegdish damages your property, doesn't pay anything. And if you damage Hegdish's property, you pay everything. But Shimon's subject of maybe that's Machlokas. In Cain, but this doesn't make sense because look at Rabbi Kiva's Lashem. In Cain, my low bar kosev. What does it mean, low bar kosev? Lakach el lakach. He's arguing with Rabbi Shimon. We said the Machlokas in the in the Brisa between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Shimon says, "Make them say that the Kamshal make yourself nizik. Make the Kamshal nizik in Rabbi Shimon." But Akiva says, low bar kasuv. No, the pasuk is not coming for that. Oh, for something else. What do you mean? They're not arguing about that. They both agree that, it, that you pay the that best of the nizik. If you're saying there's some machlokis about that, the machlokis says, do you hold up Shim Benasi when it comes to uh, damages between a shore of hektish and a shore of a, of a commoner? So what's the low bar kasuv? It doesn't make sense in, when he retorted to Rabbi Shmuel. Vod my kavachom hektish. What's kavachom hektish? If he's being makel, if he's being makel, he's saying, uh, since it's a kula, you only have to pay the best of the nizik, even though the mazik has better property. So what's the kavachomer lehekdish? Hekdish is a chumra. Says Rashi in the last line of the page in Rashi, the kumra hol v'kuli hechim my kavachomer hekdish. The kumra hol v'kuli hechim aslim kavachomer the makil nam begav hekdish. It's the opposite. We're machmer hekdish. And the ode and the third one. This is the real clincher. How can you say that a bekiva holds like a bishmol that you only pay the best of the nizik, which is the equivalent of the, of the worst of the mazik, right? How can you say otherwise than that? You want to say there's no machlokas. They both pay the best of the nizik, and the machlokas is only by the holder of Shimonasinat. Bold Hamar Rashi at the top of Hamid Beis Hamar Rashi Tanya Behedi. We have a famous Shabrisa that says make the to make the kamishalmen, make the seder shal nizik, make the kamishal nizik. Every Shabbos Shmuel says he paid the best of the nizik. Rakiva says make the seder shal mazik, make the shikam mazik. The mazik has better property than the nizik. You pay mazik. See, in the Bryce, where we first brought down the Machlokis yesterday on Mem Chesam Beis, where we said, my, the Gemara said over there, um, my Rabbi Shmuel, comes on, the Kiva says, doesn't really say, he doesn't mention uh, the best of the Mazik or the best of the Nizik. He just says, you collect damages from the best, doesn't say whose, so you can understand Rabbi Kiva in different ways. What's the Kavachom Elegdish? We say the Kavachom Elegdish is, is more Machmer. Maybe that's all Machlokis. Maybe they don't argue about Nizik. Here we have a favorite Shabraisa, though. Rashi brought down a Braisa, which says, Rabbi Shmuel says he paid the best of the Nizik. Rabbi Kiva says he paid the best of the Mazik. That's clear. Ravina, so that's all one answer. What answer? Answer to the original question that we had yesterday. Why does the Mishnah say, Neitik and Olam, that Bezdin said that you have to pay these amounts, whether it's the Edis for the Nizik, why for the betterment of society? It's Torah. The answer is no. We said that Torah you only pay the best of the nizik, which is equivalent to the to the worst of the mazik. And it, but what's the tikkun olam? You still have to pay the best of the mazik. Everybody agrees at the end of the day that the mazik has to pay his best, even though the nizik doesn't have anything equivalent to that property. The mazik still says best. Rabbi Shmuel says, Why? Really, he only made the best of the Nisik. His Masik's worse. But to prevent people from damaging other people, we say, you know what? 
you're going to pay the best that you have. That's how Bishmah learns. Yeah, in the Torah, you pay the best of the Isaac. Take it all and you pay the best of the Mazik. Now we give a different answer in the Mishnah. Ravina Malala Masis from Rekiva. Mishnah goes like Rekiva, the Omar Metaraisi, but Mazik Shamina. This is Metaraisi, you pay the Mazik. Again, everybody agrees at the end of the day that what you pay the best that the Mazik has, even though the Mazik has no and nothing equivalent to that. Everybody agrees that. Rabbi Shmuel says that's the Rabban Neitikaram. Rabbi Kiva says that's the Araisa. So what's Pshat and, and what's Pshat the Neitikaram? If it's Midaraisa, why doesn't Mishnah say Neitikaram? The original question. Those are Kabshimin. Kabshimin, the Darish, Tamir Akra. Rashi says that Kabshimin is a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva, who Dash Tamir Akra. Kabshimin is Tamir Shimon from Shimuel, who Dash Tamir Akra. The famous case is that you're not supposed to take the uh, Beged. They'll say the blanket or the clothing of an amana as a mashkin because she needs it at night to sleep with. And if you go back there, back and forth, it'll uh, look look funny. It'll look a bit, uh, people be suspicious if you're going into an amana's house all the time. So, so Shimon says, yeah, but that's because only if she's poor and she needs the blanket every night. But let's say a wealthy woman, she's got plenty of blankets. You could take her blanket. You could take her clothing. You understand? Because you don't have to go return it every day. In other words, he darshans the reason. Fusik says, don't take the baggage of an amana. Right? He says that's by a poor one that you have to keep going back and forth. It doesn't look funny. It'll be suspicious. You're going into her house all the time. But if she's wealthy and you don't have to return it, you could take it. So he darshans the reason. The pastor doesn't say that's the reason, but he darshans the reason. In other words, rabbis always like to give the reason why the Torah says something. You can make a nice drasha. But Rabbi Shimon uses it to Paschal Halacha. He says this, the Torah says, don't take her baguette. That's only if she's poor. But if she's wealthy, Pussy doesn't say that. If she's wealthy, you can change that law and you could take it back. So that's Rabbi Shimon. And therefore, our mission is Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Kiva's really, Rabbi Kiva, the author of mission is Rabbi Kiva, who holds that in the Torah, you have to pay the Masik. So what's in Tikkun Olam? Tikkun Olam is the reason why the Torah said it. Rabbi Shimon, the Darish Tamar, he darshan's the reason. Ma Tam Kamar, what's the reason? Ma Tam, and it's like what's the reason why Nizok and damages you pay for the best? They Tikkun Olam. It's for the betterment of society. That's how. Why is that a betterment for society? Why did they say that he's not going to pay with the best of the property of the Masi? Now it goes on because of the robbers. Chamsan are also robbers, but they pay. Those are people who force you. They're like uh, mafia or whatever. They they uh, they take your property, but they'll pay you for it. You know, at their price. Person will say, "Why should I feel?" The the next day, Bezin Yar, they're going to find me. Bezin Yar, they're going to come into my assets. And they're going to take my best field, even though this guy doesn't even have that. And they'll rely on what it says in the post. In other words, it's to prevent gun of him. Because I'm going to say, why should I steal if I steal? And what? I can't pay back tomorrow. I have no cash. They're going to take my very best property. He'll think twice before stealing. But, but they, uh, um, therefore, they say that's why they said from this. In other words, Amru and Azakim from Nidus, meaning they're really explaining the Torah. When the Torah says, Mate of Say, Mate of Kaim Shalmain, it's really you have to pay your very best. And they take an olam, it's not a Tekanas Chachamin. It's why did the Torah say that? Why did they say in Azakim Shalmidus, meaning why did they darshan in the Torah? And when Mate of Say, you have to pay the Idis of the Mazik because to prevent people from stealing. This way, they'll think twice before stealing and say, you know what, I might lose my best property. Similarly, why did the Torah say that a Bachob should pay average property? Person look at that nice property that he has. A dear man's got a nice house. I'll tell you what, how am I going to get that out of his hands? I'll lend him money. I know he's got a gambling addict. Uh, he's a gambler. I'll lend him some money. He'll lose the money. 
he won't have money to pay me back, and I'll come and take his nice house that I like. Actually, you'll be able to collect a nice house, a nice property for my loan. That person shouldn't. Therefore, he said, he can't take the very best. He can only have his average property. That's why the Chum said that. And as the Chum explained the Torah, meaning that, yes, when it comes to Meitzah Sedashan, when it comes to damages, that's Menatorah. But with Balchol, maybe it's not exactly, it's not really in the in the, in the Pasuk. But again, the Tikana Olam, all these things are for the betterment of society. But the first one, at least, when it comes to the Zokin, which we say Menatorah, you have to pay back the best in Achanami. But why did the Torah said it? The way the rabbis explained it in the Tikana Olam to prevent uh, people from damaging other people's property. And by Balchol, we said average property. So if that's the case, if you want to prevent people from seeing other people's property and then giving them a loan, so you should be able to get back the stuff, you should say, why collect Bainas? Let him collect the worst of the property. If the creditor is a bad guy, then he won't lend money. In Cain, not to know those, but they love him. Nobody will lend any money. If they know all they can collect from his, uh, is the worst property that he has, they won't lend any money out. Subhazisha Baziburas. Why is Ksubasisha collecting the worst? If she's coming to collect, let's say, from the estate, uh, her Ksuba, Divra Buda, it was her mayor of Abanis. Abanis says that she can collect Bainanis. That's what we saw in the Mishnah also. The Mishnah said that. Her mayor of Ksubasisha, but Bainanis. What's Machok? Amrab Shimon, the Mamma Ksubasisha. Why did the Chum say Ksubasisha gets the worst one? She also Mashi Shwatsalisa more than a man wants to marry Isha Waslanas, especially in those days. Women alone couldn't manage things, they couldn't get jobs, etc. A woman wants to be married more than anything. So you don't have to give her the very best. She was content with Zivoris. Davaracher, another shot. This is a strange thing he says here. Ishi a woman goes out with her will, meaning if she wants to Bishlobitsana, she can be forced out of marriage to Minotaur. You can give her get and get rid of her against her will. But Ishana but a man only divorces according to once once. How is that a reason why you should give Zivoris? This is more my Davaracher. What is it? What do you mean a Dabrach? Is that another reason why she should be paid with Zipporah? What does that have to do with it? That he can force her out of the marriage and she can't force him. Maybe you'll say, Just it's a different Russia. Just like when he divorces her, the rabbi said it's a Ksub again, according to most, according to most Gemaras and most Ashitas, the Ksub is Rabbanan, not the Raisa. Even though it says Kamar Psulas, they darshan that, that it's. 50 shekels, which is 200 dinner or whatever, but uh, it's, that's more like an asmachta. It's not really a daraisa, according to most. Why the Rabbanan says that a woman gets siksuba minei uh, when she divorces her, if she forces herself out of the marriage, uh, let's say she provokes the mar- uh, the, she provokes a divorce, maybe, she, maybe he should get a ksuba. If she is the cause of the divorce, she's provoking him, maybe she should give him a ksuba. A woman goes out uh, if she wants to or against her will. She has no choice. A man only divorces her once. Even though she provokes him, he might delay giving her the get. So he can maybe force her to uh, to improve her ways if she's provoking him. Uh, so he could, so he has full power over here. That's simply why. This is not this is not a reason why she gets the Buddhist. This is simply a reason why a woman gets the ksuba, but a man doesn't get a ksuba because a man has a choice. He doesn't have to divorce her. She has no choice in the man. That's a separate issue, really. The Dabarachar is a separate, a separate issue. Okay, but what do we say? That a woman gets a divorce when she gets divorced or when she's widowed, usually when she's widowed, she collects from Ziburus. Why? Because you don't have to give her any more because she's happy to get married. She's happy 
to accept that she'd rather be married than not be married. That's one Sephora. Now we have another one. So the Gemara says, So now our mission says, And Rameyer said, No, she also gets the banners. Omar Marzut of Nachman. Marzut Nachman says a strange thing, and we're going to slug him up. But first, we're going to try to defend him. Omar Marzut of Nachman. Lo Omar Elmi asked me, this that we say, that Aksubas Isha, when she's coming to like Aksuba, and let's say the Isoman, wherever she's collecting from, the husband's alive, if it's divorced, the husband's dead, if it's uh, if she's collecting the Isoman, that's only if she collects from the Isoman that she collects the Boris. If she's collecting from him, meaning he divorced her, he's still alive. But Baina, she gets, she gets the better property. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Uh, in the average property. He asked me, what do you mean, what do you mean she collect? You're saying that when the mission says Ksubas Isha, that's only if she's collecting the Isoman? If she's collecting the Isoman, my Ksubas Isha, I feel calm in Ami. Anything you collect from Yisomim, whether it's Nazikin or uh, or a creditor or whatever, that's not any from Nasi We just said uh, from Yisomim who can't always defend themselves. Yes, we set up an Apitrubus, but they can't defend themselves. You can only collect the worst property. So what do you mean? Subasisha, that's only the Subasisha, that's only to collect from Yisomim. But if you collect from the husband, from the from the ex-husband, you can collect from uh, Bainanus. Well, what do you mean? If the mission says to everything, if you're talking about Yisomim, everything you collect from Yisomim Ziburus, must be what you're talking about from him. The Ksubasisha is worse even from the husband. The Kasha on Marzotra. No, Lola Miyasme. Really, we're talking about from Yisomim. So what's the Kiddush? Anything you collect from Yisomim is is Ziburus. Ksubasisha is tell me even Ksubasisha also when you collect from Yisomim is why. I'm sorry, I'm This is a counter spar. On the one end, we just mentioned that there's a spar to say a woman would rather be married. A woman doesn't want to be alone. So therefore, you don't give her support. Here's another spar. If you don't give her any money, if she has no hope of getting any financial thing, if she is uh, thrown out, uh, she won't want to get married. So that uh, men should find favor in the, in the eyes of the women. I might think, and therefore, even though you're collecting from Yisomim, she should get more, she should get bainanis, so that what, she should, she should, uh, so women should want to get married. If they say, I'm only going to get divorced, maybe they won't get married. I might think so. We don't say that. So I might think, and even though she collects from Yisomim, she should get bainanis. We don't. So he's still defending himself and saying that no matter what, uh, not no matter what, I'm sorry, only when you collect from Yisomim, but from him you get Bainanus. What do you mean? From Yisomim, any, anything you collect from Yisomim is divorce. No, I might think, Mishimchina, the Rabbana were made when you collect from Yisomim, you should also, she should also get Bainanus. Well, you don't say that. Okay, Amarabah, I'll show you another Kasha. Tashma, Rameir Amar, what did Rameir say? You just said, Rameir says Bainanus. Now you're saying that this is only from divorce. that's only from Yisomim, but from the husband, Bainanus, Rameir says to Mosbeisha, Rameir, Mosbeisha, Bainanus, Miman. Who are you talking? Who are you collecting? Eli, me ask me. It's from Yisomim. Wesley, Rameir, out of time from Yisomim's divorce. Why would if it's from Yisomim? Why would you collect Bainanus? You can only get divorce from them. Elab, Mine must be from him. Collect Bainanus from him. Mechlad, Rabbanat, Sarvers. What's Rameir and the Rabbanat arguing about? If you collect, if Rameir says you collect Bainanus from him, and the Chum say you only get divorce, that's also from him. So how can you say? That Ziburus is only from Yisomim, but from him you get Bainanus. So Rabbanan says Ziburus. Here also, the Rameir also means from Yisomim. The Rameir says that you get Bainanus from Yisomim. Why? Just for that reason we just mentioned. In other words, again, Rav Zutra defends his position. When the Chum say, that's only from Yisomim. 
some from Yisam. And Rameir says, even from Yisam, you like Bainan, it's because of Chain, so the women should want to get married. Okay, uh, it's a little bit of a dochik, right? But my sister stands his ground and says that if you're like the husband, everybody agrees that it's Bainanis. I'm gonna buy, I'll show you another cash. Look at the whole Mishnah. These three things that we said in the mission we started off. Miman, who are you collecting from? Who are you collecting from? Edis, you said, Nizakin Edis. Bachal Benes, Ksibasisha Vidis. Who are you collecting from? If you click Misomen, why Ksibasisha? So why talk about Ksibasisha for Ziburis? I feel Kalani Nami. If you like Misomen, no matter, even though we said a mission is Zakin Shom Edis and Bachal Benes, Ksibasisha for Ziburis. But everybody agrees, ain't it from Nechsei, from ain't it from Nechsei, some element is Yiburis. If we're talking about uh, collecting from Yisomim over here, why are you talking about Ksibasish Yiburis? Nezokin and Benus is also from Yisomim. Elab, meaning which we got from him. So you see that the Ksibasish Yiburis is from the husband, not from, not from the Yisomim. Kasha on Marzutra. So another doch against Amar Bachabar Yaakov, Bachabar Yaskinen, Goshenasa, Orov, Nisbira. Here's what we're speaking about. You didn't collect from Yisomim. You know what you're collecting from? In other words, yeah, right. It's not Yisomim over here. So what are you collecting from? You're collecting from the grandfather. Meaning what happened? A man became a Arev, a guarantor. Let's say, I don't want to get political. Let's say the father's name was Joe and his son's name was Hunter. So so I there's just a coincidence. I just picked those names. So let's say Joe said, I'll be a guarantor for Hunter's, uh, Hunter's obligation, right? He's an Arab, right? So what happened, he became a Arab for, uh, those names just popped into my head, right? To go Shanasa Arab, this is an example. Shanasa Arab, in this case, but no. He became a guarantor for, he said, if my Hunter does any damages, I'll, I'll guarantee it. He's a good boy. I bought him the ox, let him, let, let him run around with the ox. If he does any damages, I'll pay. Well, the Bachol, or, I'll be a, I'll guarantor, guarantee his loan. If he takes out a loan, I'll guarantee it. Well, Ksubah's Kalaso. And for his wife, if he dies, I'll pay the Ksubah for his wife, for my daughter-in-law. I'll pay the Ksubah. That's what he said over here. So therefore, now Ksubah's Isha, Ksubah's Kalaso, you have to say it's a little bit, a little bit tricky here with the Kalaso because there's two ways to pay Ksubah, if you divorce her or if he dies, right? So he really became, unfortunately, he became the RA in case his son dies. So what So therefore, what are we speaking about over here? We're asking according to according to Marzutra, who says that the mission says versus only for Yisomim. Well, what about the other ones? What about Edis for the Nizakin and Benus for the Chalvis? That's also for for Yisomim. That's Yisomim. You should only pay the Zibors. No, we're not talking about the Yisomim thing. We're talking about where where they're the father of the boy, the, the Joe became a, a guarantor for Hunter. For his damages, for his loan, and for the wife, for his wife, if he if he, if he died, the Haikid and each one goes according to the din of the son himself. If Hunter was alive, Haikid Haikid Nizakin Abachov. Now Nizakin Abachov is normally collected when the guy's alive, right? Hunter did damages. Hunter borrowed money. Okay, so he has to pay back. Haikid and Nizakin Abachov. The Machayim Gavi that normally collected while the guy's alive. Even now, Miki Gavi Machayim Gavi. When, when, when now Joe is paying for his son's damages and his son's loan, he's paying as if the son was alive. If the son was alive, damages would pay from Edis, and, and Bachol would pay from Benedis. The father does that too. 
Sibatisha, which he guaranteed, you could say two ways. You could say normally it's collected more most most times Ksuba is paid when a man dies. In other words, at least in those days, it was more common for a wife to get a Ksuba when her husband died, she was widowed, than than divorce. I don't know if that holds true today, but in those days, usually it was she was more likely to be widowed than to be divorced. Maybe that's still the case, right? Is a woman more likely to be widowed than divorced? Probably more likely to be widowed. Or you could say that he only guaranteed it in the case where his daughter in was widowed. In any case, so Tzibazisha normally is collected after me. So Ulachimisa, who would you normally collect from? After death, who does a woman who does a woman collect the Tzibazisha from? From her husband's assets, which belong now to the boys, her children, right? So that's only collected in Yisomim. Tzibazisha, Ulachimisa, he also now the, the father, the guarantor, Joe, when he pays the ksuba for his widowed daughter-in-law, he also pays it like the Yisomim would normally pay. In other words, he guaranteed it. So what did he guarantee? He guaranteed the normal way. If his son does damages, he'll pay the Edis. If his son owes money, he'll pay the Benedis. If his son dies, He'll pay like the Yisomim would normally pay. She normally collects from Yisomim, meaning Zibor. He's also going to pay that. So that's a, that's a, like a it's a dochic answer, but it works. You understand? So again, we're defend, we're defending Marzutra's position that Exubazisha is paid to Ziburus only by Yisomim, only by Yisomim. So why everything everything you collect from Yisomim is is, is Ziburus? You're right. But you might think otherwise in this case, whatever, like we said before, or the Mishnah that talks about the three, these big three, we're talking about not collecting directly from Yisomim, because we're talking about uh, the Ksubas Yisomim. If you're talking about Yisomim, we said the other ones would also be Yisomim Yisomim. No, we're talking about where the guy was an Arev, and that's why it works out, because he's an Arev for his son. So he paid the Norway son only. If his son damaged or, low, or borrowed money, he has to pay like the son would pay. And if his son... Lost, uh, died, and and he has to pay the ksuba for his wife. And he summoned the aura. The father-in-law also pays like he some would pay from Zikuras. This is more of a typical of the ksuba lo An aura of a ksuba does not really obligate himself. You know, this is a problem for many people in this country when they came and uh, you couldn't get a loan from the bank, a mortgage, unless he had five people sign, and then people couldn't pay, and they the bank took it seriously. But when it comes to guaranteeing the ksuba. Right, guaranteeing so at the everybody's dancing and they had a smorgasbord. Everybody, I'll sign, I'll sign, I'll sign. Yeah, I'll guarantee it. They're not really serious. They don't really obligate themselves. So David, the Arab is not really mishubit, even though he said but kavlan. A kavlan is a person who undertakes to do the job, meaning he's more responsible than Arab. Arab is simply a guarantor. A kavlan, it's like he took the money himself. Rashi brings on a complicated case where the wife took the assets from the husband. And uh, she said, as a collateral, and she gave it back to the father-in-law, and the father-in-law gave it back to the son. But the point is, he's more involved. As he's like to say, I, I'm giving you the money. He's like, he takes the money from the creditor and gives it. He's involved. He's more responsible. So much so that a kablan, see, normally the rule is, with, what's the rule of the guarantor? If I lend you money, and you have a guarantor, I lend you money, and he's a guarantor. And when I come to collect, I can't go to him before I go to you. Only if you default and you can't pay, then I can go to him. A kablan says, I can even go to him first. So that's more responsible. He is responsible. So we're speaking as a kablan. That's fine. If you hold it a kablan, I forgot the less than the machlokas. Even a kablan, does he really obligate himself even when the, the loba has no assets? Normally, a person borrows money and he has no assets. Who wants to guarantee it? The bank's only going to give you the money because they you, you got the asset. You got the house. That's the mortgage. 
But who's going to lend money to somebody? What about money? You have collateral? What do you got? A check? You can write all the checks you want. There's no coverage, right? You want some collateral. So even a kaplan, that's in Piyol, the kaplan obligates himself, even if the asset, Lobe has no assets. Mishtabit, and he's, he obligates himself, Shabbat, that's good. There's machlokas over there in Get later in Babasri. He says over there that if the, even the kaplan, if the Lobe, the borrower, the debtor has no assets, right? The debtor has no assets. He doesn't obligate himself, Michael, what are you going to say? So, and over here, and over here, apparently there are no assets, right? Because if they're assets, what's the issue? What are you going to the RF for? What are you going after the what are you going after the RF for if the guy's assets? So he by saying, well, one says if that he had assets at the time that they got married and he made it obligated himself, he did have assets. They got ruined. They were overrun. He had some fields and they were ruined. Now they're ruined. So there were some assets originally. So you could say there, even the one who says, even the one who says he only got obligates himself, there were assets, there were assets in the case of the same a normal guarantor or a kablan maybe doesn't obligate himself unless there's assets there. But a father always obligates his son. A father is always going to guarantee his son. Joe will always you know, obligate himself for his son, even if Hunter has no assets. Itmar. Now we get into the shot. So this is all, so far we've given Dofik answers to to, to try to defend Marzutrashita that when the mission says, that's only from Yisomen. But from the husband, you have to collect bainanus, like Rameyer says. Itmar, Arev, we're not really done that, but before we, we talk about Arev, we give it to you Allah. Itmar, Everybody agrees that a guarantor for a Ksuba, I'll guarantee the $200, whatever they're in Ksuba, he's not really serious. He doesn't have guarantee. He's just as happy. Give me another drink. I'll have another, you know, scotch over here. And it doesn't really count. Kablan de Balcho, alone, alone. And the guy, the guarantor was a Kaplan. He took the money and said, you can come at me first. You can come to me first. You don't even have to go to the debtor. I'll guarantee you can come to me first. Everybody agrees. The machlok is over there about when he obligates himself. Everybody agrees that he does obligate himself. What about the guarantor of a regular loan? And a Kaplan of a Ksuba. He guarantees the Ksuba to come after me. That's a machlok. Some say... Alpha, there was one who says, Alpha got the less thing to chasu lova mishtabit. Even though the lova has no assets, he still obligates himself because he's a kablan. Or is it Arav of That's a serious matter. Why? Because the creditor is giving the money. The creditor is lending him money. And then he says, listen, you got to get yourself. The creditor is lending money. Okay, I'll guarantee it. Some say, if the lova, the debtor has assets, then he'll obligate himself. Okay, he's serious. I'll, just in case, I'll obligate myself. If he has no assets, I'm not going to guarantee it. This guy can't pay back loan. Why should I guarantee it? But the halacha is, even though he has no assets, he obligates himself. In other words, not only does the kablan of a bachov or the orv of a bachov or, a kablan of a, uh, or the kablan of a ksub obligates himself, they, they're all, even though the, the uh, husband in the case or the uh, debtor has no assets, the lowest case is an Arav of Aksuba, not the Kaplan of Aksuba, who says, like, you can come after me, but the Arav of Aksuba, the Afagab, the Isla, even though the guy has assets, the husband at the time they get married, he's got a tuxedo, he's got money, he's got a wallet, even his assets, Lomish Dabit, he's not, the, the guarantor doesn't really, he's not serious, he doesn't really help himself. My time, mitzvah, he's doing a mitzvah, they're getting married over here, right? I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm helping him out, right? I'm helping him out so that they should, should, should the marriage should go through. I've signed on the Aksuba, below Midi Chasra. She didn't cough up any money. It's not like a creditor. A creditor, 
gave money. I'm not going to give money unless somebody guarantees it over here. The bank doesn't want to give you money unless you got a guarantor, right? You got five guarantors. But over here, the woman didn't give up any money and he's doing a mitzvah, so he's not really serious and doesn't obligate himself. In all the other cases, whether you have money, you don't have money, you're still, it's a valid obligation. I'm Ravina, but okay, that deals with the Arav and the Kablan and the obligations, as we said. But going back to Marzutra, now we'll disprove it. Marzutra, I'm Ravina, Tashma, Mikra de Takana, the main reason for the Takana of what? What we said, what? That uh, all these, all these, and we said that uh, a woman only collects from Zipuras, why? Because he said, Yosemi, Masha, Isha, Rosa, Lisa, Isha, more than a man wants to get married. Isha wrote us a woman wants to be married. That's the main reason why a woman you can give her from Ziburas. You can give her your worst line. She didn't cough up any money and she wants to get married more than you want to get married. Okay, that's the reason. If you if Marsut is right, that the only reason she gets Ziburas is only where from the from if she likes from Yusomim, but if she collects from the husband, gets banished. The reason is not because of that. You say the reason for the Takana over here in the Mishnah that she gets divorced is because a woman would rather be married than a man, so she's willing to accept that. More important, just get just get them married. So if you only speak about Yosomim, so say the reason why you only get divorced is because you're like from Yosomim. You suddenly keep calling back from Ziburis. Therefore, Marzutra is up He is um, he's refuted here. And when the Mishnah says divorce, is even when you collect from the husband. Even if the husband, he only has to give Ziboris. Marzutra, uh, Rabbi Meir says, uh, Bainanis, as we said, maybe Mishimchino, because of that reason. We have these two competing ideas. On the one hand, she'd rather be married than not be married. On the other hand, we want to make her, we want to make men attractive to women that women should want to get married. If they feel they're only going to get the worst, maybe not. That's Rabbi Meir Shita. Rabban say, no, you talk to Ziboris because she'd rather be married than not be married. All right, we'll pick her up from the 2000s. We start with Rabbi Kiva, though. What happened to Rabbi Kiva? What happened to what? Rabbi Kiva, didn't we start? So said, the second shot. The second shot was the second shot was Anachami. Our mission can go like like Rabbi Kiva. That Rabbi Kiva says that you that's really Nizakin collect Minatora from the uh, best of the Masik, right? right? The best of the Idus of the Masik, and the re, and uh, if that's the case, what's Pshat and Tikkun Olam? Tikkun Olam is going like Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, the Talmud oh, so of, of Rabbi that Kiva, who says that's the reason. The reason why the Torah is the so that so that exactly so that uh, to discourage uh, right. to discourage okay. uh, damages from damaging somebody else. It's really the reason for the first one from the Zakan, not for the the, the for the uh, the Isha and the uh, Balcho. That's not really the reason in the Mishnah, right? That's not that those aren't necessarily yeah. Doraisa. Those are drabbanans, but the Edis that the Mazik gets to pay, that's a Doraisa. But what's that Tikkun Olam? That's the reason why the Torah said it. The rabbis explained that the reason why the Torah said that the Mazik gets to pay the best is to discourage people from damaging other people. Have a good day, everybody. Okay.